0: Walk in fear, one of another. We will not be driven by fear into an age of unleashing. If we dig deep in our history and our and remember that we are not descended from fearful men. Sally Sell Seashells on the Seashore. Peter Piper picks a peck of pickled peppers. If Peter Piper picked... Ooh, that's way better. Peter Piper picks a peck of pe. Ugh. Peter Piper picks a peck of pickled peppers. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, how many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick?
1: Pick! It would be the equivalent of how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood.
0: Well, if a woodchuck could chuck wood, it would... It could chuck as much wood as it would chuck. Okay, we are getting so...
1: Derailed already. You ever heard that one before? (laughs) Hello, hello,
0: hello. Welcome, 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 everyone. We are here. We are here, and Larry is queer, but we forgive him. We forgive him. No,
1: no, 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 no.
0: Sorry, we are here, and Larry is in the gear.
1: We are here, and Larry has the hair.
0: You know, look at my dreads, baby. Come on now. He's got dreads, everyone.
1: I hope y'all are having a wonderful day and you're ready for this episode. Yes, it is another AA meeting and we have some pretty interesting stories for you, like always.
0: God, a cat just bit my tongue so hard, but yeah, you know, we got, we got some stories rolling in. I mean, I, I, to be honest, with what's the way the world is these days, you know, we got crazy stories left and right, you know, we don't even have to really prepare for this half the time, we can just sit down, look up a story, and boom we're ready, we're ready to record This is how the
1: AA meetings are, it's pretty much a grab bag kind of situation Um, and this, honestly soon, when we get our Patreon going, you will be able to sit in for live AA meetings
0: So Larry, you want to Get us going.
1: Yes, oof.
0: Oof. Ooh.
1: Okay, yeah. We're going we're going for this one first. Alright. So the the title reads The first time a tortoise has been filmed going to keep ki- for the kill very slowly. Oh, you're pulling this one out. I'm pulling this one out. I have to. I have to. This is off a of news break and it's by Peter Dockerel. This was actually posted 19 days ago.
0: It's pretty sad. I mean the the video footage. Go on YouTube and look and look up. Oh, no, no, turtle no. Don't go eats... on YouTube.
1: No. Go don't go on YouTube because we got to put the bird. business. You can go on our Facebook because we will be posting the video on our Facebook Woo! page.
0: go to our Facebook
1: (laughs) yes it will be posted on the Facebook and we will be linking it on the Instagram you'll find us at Abstract Articles on Facebook and Instagram and then on the Facebook you will be able to press the message button which sends an email directly to our email and you can send us your scary stories creepy stories your funny stories anything and we will get back to you and also you can join our group page because it's the easier way for you to contact us and we can interact with y'all and you can interact with each other. On Apple or iTunes, please give us a five star. Give us a review. If you don't want to, and you want to give us a one star and critique us, hey, that works for us too. Let us know what we're doing wrong.
0: Wait, there could be reviews on Apple, have you checked that?
1: I don't have Apple.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna
1: get I'm gonna get someone with it to check it for us, don't worry.
0: I'm about to check right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> People can review on that?
1: Yes. The be- the more five stars we get, the more it makes it Ooh. easier for us
0: to be seen. This so be please,
1: please give us some good reviews if you like the podcast.
0: It's gonna be good.
1: It is. We're gonna have actually a full episode just for Reviews are bad, and we will have viewer messages, viewer voicemails that y'all send in. We'll play them on the episode. I'll send them on in. Let's get back to the story because this is actually pretty fairly quick story. So, what amounts to the purpose of the most unhurried act of animal predation ever caught on camera? Researchers have filmed for the first time a giant tortoise slowly ever so slowly closing in for the kill. This was drawn out count, encounter between a lumbering, almost leisurely giant tortoise and its grounded bird prey. It is gruesome to watch, but it is also entirely It's pretty, it's pretty epic.
0: It
1: is. we're going to link this for you on the Facebook so you can see it too. It's also awesome. got to watch it. And you know, it's crazy to actually think I know tortoises and turtles are omnivores, but never expected to see a video of a tortoise actually killing
0: something. I always expected this to happen. Turtles are dicks. They look like they're not, but then they're always trying to bite you.
1: Okay. No, you're thinking of snapping turtles. the, The real dick turtles are the ones that bite our baits when we're fishing.
0: Dicks. I don't think that's ever happened to me.
1: Lucky. Happens to me a lot. Next time we're fishing, you'll find out.
0: <laughs> Too bad we live so far away. I wish we could fish every weekend. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get that fixed. Let's, get, let, let's stop derailing.
1: oh The biologist, Justin Gerlach, from the University of Cambridge, said, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was horrifying and amazing at the same time. Footage captured on... Oh god, I can't. They always throw these words at me. I was captured on an island, and uh, it shows a giant female tortoise slowly approaching the fearless, lesser, naughty turn chick. So it was a baby bird. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That's crazy. And when you watch the video, you're gonna like... it's, It's gonna... If you're faint of heart, don't watch it. If you don't like seeing crazy shit like that, don't watch it. But if you want to see something interesting, something you probably will never see again in your life, it's worth the watch. So, Gilderich also said, Previously, it has been impossible to tell if tortoises have directly killed the animal, or if it had just happened to sit down on one and find it and conveniently squash it to death. But, when you watch the video, do you agree with that? What? just sat on him, or he actually killed him. No, I'm getting on your shit right now, because you talk about me fucking up, and you're over here texting, not paying attention.
0: Dude, I'm trying to find these fucking <laughs> reviews, dog. <laughs> Leave the reviews alone for right now. I can't help it. Why'd you mention it?
1: Because it's a thing. I mentioned it in the last episode.
0: Alright, where do we... You saying we we post on iTunes?
1: It's on either iTunes or Apple Podcasts, or both. Um, it's on one of them, for sure.
0: Or both. Is there even an Apple, Apple Podcast? Yeah, there is. You sure? We're derailing this. You're right. You're right. I'll look this up later. But make sure you check out this video of this turtle eating this bird. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. It's a baby bird. It's, like, really... Freaked out, this giant fucking monstrous turtle coming at him. It's, like, it's actually kind of funny, depending on your sense of humor. I thought it was funny at first, and it was horrifying because he ate him, and I, I didn't expect that, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> That's literally the way I felt, too.
0: Dude, I'm watching it, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> this tortoise, oh, the bird's Fuck! Oh, my fuck, he's eating him! Oh, Oh, my God, no, the little bird, no, no.
1: That was interesting but horrifying, like you were saying, but
0: then in day a, it's nature.
1: We got to expect things like that to happen.
0: It's nature, baby. That's Do you want to cover
1: the next story or you want me to jump into the next one?
0: No, I have a good next story. All right. So tell me. What do you know about transporting large animals? Well,
1: I believe is You know, you put it in the back of like a semi-truck with the holes in it to work breathe breathing stuff. You know, have an AC unit contacted to it to where it could still have, you know, good air and stuff. It's sedated though, right? That's how I would think to do it. They're fucking a rhino? An elephant? Hell yeah!
0: Well, actually, in the backwoods, like, you know, believe it or not, <laughs> I didn't think about this before. I guess you wouldn't really be able to transport any of those animals in a truck because they're Fire, very or... heavy, and there's no roads out there where they're where they're at. I'm talking about you like them transporting them from one uh, pres like reserve to another. You get a truck, a
1: trailer on the back. Got that motherfucker down? going on?
0: Nope. No Use, a Use a helicopter.
1: I mean, that's a very reasonable option, but it's like...
0: That way, if the animal freaks out, you can just hit the release button. <laughs>
1: so you're saying it's better that if it freaks out to release it and let it fall to its death like it's been inducted no, by you no
0: no it's heavily sedated it's got blinders on none of that ever happens none of that happens that is a possibility <laughs>
1: nobody ever gets inducted and probed
0: so my story today everybody is about believe it or not this transporting large animals from place to place. And apparently it's been like, you know, it's a it's been a tough thing to do because you have to transport the animal on its side, which is not good for the animal, depending on how big it is. Cause that's not how it like normally is. So you, know, you got a lot of weight on the lungs, heart area for a long duration. A hey, strong animals. They'll be fine. Well, let me tell you, when you think about Nobel Peace Prizes, you don't think that it comes into this. But this, this new study, the Upside-Down Rhino Research, <laughs> wins the Nobel Prize. <laughs> UDRN. Yeah, sorry. This uh, this story isn't honestly that interesting, so I had to like milk it for all it's worth, Larry. <laughs> no, you're good. I- I'm liking it right now. Because, you know, the picture he showed me... That- that-
1: Oh, we'll link it on the Facebook also. It'll it's be there. It's crazy how they actually transport these rhinos and stuff. And like he said, if it happens to wake up and they have to release it... No, the motherfucker's dead.
0: It's It looks dead, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> if it falls the way they're holding it, it's dead.
0: I don't know, maybe it'll survive.
1: If it does, then it deserves to just be free.
0: Yeah. But... An experiment that hung rhinoceroses upside down to see what effect it had on the animals has been awarded one of the year's Nobel prizes. Now, not the Nobel Prize you and I are all thinking of; it's a science Nobel Prize, so it's it's called the L.G. Nobel Prize. Other recipients of it, of the Nobel Prize include teams that studied bacteria and chewing gum stuck in pavements. Wow. And how to control cockroaches on submarines, just to give you an idea of what type of Nobel prizes are, <laughs> are given. <laughs> the cockroaches on submarines, that's probably an interesting one.
1: Wait, cockroaches on submarines?
0: Yeah. What they... <coughs> they, had, they won a prize for learning how to control cockroaches on submarines.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying they had a prize for putting cockroaches on submarines. I was going to say, what are you benefiting from that?
0: But, yeah, I mean, it's... That's what you confuse me at first. Still an issue. I mean, we gotta deal with those roaches. Uh, Unless it's <laughs> like, uh... they protein. What's that comic? Uh, no, what's that show called? They had a movie. You know, like the train, the ice train. It was traveling. Oh, Snowpiercer! Snowpiercer, and they were serving cockroaches yes. to all the poor people. See,
1: they were doing crickets. Wasn't it crickets?
0: I don't know. I thought it was cockroaches. I thought
1: it was crickets.
0: Where are they getting the crickets from?
1: It was just bugs, actually.
0: Yeah. It's disgusting.
1: Thank you for our surprise guest. I don't know if you heard her, but she gives us the information on that show. That's her show. So she said it was just bugs, period. So.
0: Disgusting. Either way. Good protein, though.
1: Yeah, it is good protein.
0: So they call these Nobel Prizes the spoof prizes because they're not as famous as real Nobel prizes. But it's uh, still prestigious because the ceremony is usually held at Harvard University and due to COVID restrictions, it was all held online though, so it was a little bit different this year. But the Science Humor magazine announced the improbable research says it's LG Nobel Awards should first make you laugh, but then make you think. And it did, because when I saw it at first, I'm like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, why are they doing this?
1: <laughs> Harvard, exactly. Like, why Harvard is doing this kind of research.
0: Could, shouldn't they be doing something more important? No, they're, that's just where they host the award. The oh, okay. I was going to say. Which gives you an idea of how prestigious the award still is.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: That's a very big if, school.
1: If they're holding it at Harvard, that's pretty impressive.
0: All right, And what better way than to bring the Rhino study, which won <laughs> the award for transportation research? Really? It could seem more daft than hanging 12 rhinos upside down for, tel- for 10 minutes. Wait, 12
1: rhinos? Was it on the same helicopter or different ones?
0: Now, in this case, they were just hanging them upside down for research. So, they had uh, 12 rhinos and controlled uh, scenarios not lifted off the ground, but hung upside down. You know what I mean? Like, they just just used a pulley system. (laughs) But, apparently, the uh, wildlife veterinarian, Robin Radcliffe, I wonder if she's a... if she or he is related to uh, Daniel Radcliffe. That's who I
1: was thinking of, Daniel Radcliffe.
0: <laughs> Harry Potter. That's a good question. <laughs> but they did exactly this in Nambia because they wanted to know if the health of the animals might be compromised when slung by their legs beneath the helicopter.
1: So they really just like hung these hel- elephants and rhinos upside down in like control system
0: and was swinging them around just having fun. <laughs> Well, normally, when they were doing it, they had them uh, on their sides, even when they were airlifting them. The contraption is...
1: That's why I got the idea that they'll be on their
0: sides. Shared an image for you. You see them on their side. That's that's what I'm used to seeing. Yep. It's an activity that increasingly has been used in Africa conservation work to soft rhino to shift. Soft to shift rhinos between areas of fragmented habitat. So, you were saying they use trucks, but they can't technically use trucks in Africa because they don't have the roadways between like different herds of rhinos and elephants. Mm. But no one had done the basic uh, investigation to check that the tranquilized animal's heart and lung function coped with flying upside down. And they did it, and it was way better than being on its side.
1: Uh, it you know it kind of makes sense because certain animals like sharks and alligators and stuff when they're on their back and other fish and stuff it's actually more relaxing for them and that's how you put them to sleep.
0: Apparently, it's better for them to fart too. So when the the-, the rhino is on its side, you have positional effects of blood flow. So in other words, the lower parts of the lung are getting lots of blood flow for gas exchange. But the upper part of the lung, I just saw gas exchange and assumed they were going to talk about farts. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, if
1: you were talking about farts, I was going to bring up a very good story. <laughs> I was going to segue into a, a slight Florida, per- it was a Florida man, st- Florida woman story. Sorry. And um, you know what? No, it it has to be done. After, after you finish, I'm, I'm bringing it in.
0: So, I always start with so, but it's like, it's so bad.
1: (laughs) I mean, it happens. Everybody has their words they say all the time. I know I've heard mine, too.
0: Yeah. There's not much more to talk about with this story because they tested to see if they were hanging them upside down, and apparently it's better. It's better for their lungs, and, you know, like I said, they're too heavy, so when they're on their side, they, like, crush their lungs and their airways and stuff, which can cause, uh, what do you call it? It's like my, something, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who knows these things normally, uh, I just read it once, but I can't find it again, oh, god, uh, still not finding it, alright, forget about it. All uh-huh. right. God damn it, I thought it was right there. What the fuck? Never mind. That's 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 messed up. But the other prizes of the the other Nobel winners include uh Suzanne Schultz, uh, for analyzing variations of purring, chirping, chattering, trilling, tweedling, murmuring, meowing, manning, squeaking, hissing, yowling, howling, growling, and other mods of cat human communication. <laughs> that's interesting. What the fuck? Oh I should have done that one. <laughs> An ecology prize, Lila Satari and colleagues for using genetic analysis to identify the different species of bacteria that reside in wads of discarded chewing gum stuck on pavements in various countries. Interesting.
1: I'm just wondering why this is being studied. Why not? There's more important things. Like what?
0: The you come up with something.
1: Fifteen thousand disease
0: All right, I'm your professor. I'm your, I'm your science professor. Uh, listen,
1: the 15, I need, I need you to
0: to produce a uh, report, a scientific paper, of some type of study. What are you going to do it on?
1: We'll test the waters in the city first.
0: Okay, that's something. That's More not important. bad. More important. No, it's not bad. I like that. Go to different grocery stores, test the
1: meats, and see which ones contain more bacteria.
0: But the bacteria in the chewing gum, maybe there's something to that, you know, maybe they're, the they're thing trying is, to figure out like how long bacteria can thrive on chewing gum or like in different areas or if it like creates like bacteria that shoots out like spores. I'm getting okay. I'm, going, I'm going deep. You're going deep in the
1: rabbit hole, I see.
0: All right, but I, I want to know, name I'm... the rest of these. We can, we can spitball on them if you want. Chemistry prize is Jörg Victor for chemically analyzing the air inside movie theaters to test whether the odors produced by an audience re- reliably indicate the levels of violence, sex, antisocial behavior, drug use, and bad language in the movie the audience is watching. What? Hold on. Did you hear that? <laughs>
1: yes, hold on. Did, did he win? I didn't yeah, even know that. Yeah, no, all these
0: are prizes. So, all the prizes? Yeah, so that was the uh, chemistry prize.
1: Wow. It does does he really, well? really was testing the airs for the, to see if the odors are emitting sexual sure. anger and all those other things.
0: What was this? conclusion? Just if, just on if they it? indicate. I don't know. We have to look it up.
1: Right, we'll have to cover that on another. What we'll are the next AA
0: another... meetings? We're looking that one up. Yeah, we're, we're looking that up. Probably another one. I'm thinking the cat-human communication because that sounds cool. Yeah,
1: that. <laughs> speaking of that, I um, had a crazy story that I heard on another podcast, and they were talking about this person, and it was it was dealing with the um, missing time. I actually no. it was glitches in the system glitches in the system which is coming up in another episode soon with the mandela effect um
0: Ooh, was talking to, shout out
1: yep he's talking about how he was looking for books for his wife and he saw a book that said cat magic and the book wasn't there no more and a whole bunch of other crazy shit happened but apparently there is magic that happens with cats specifically dealing with cats You want to do your rituals, and it doesn't mean killing the cats, but the cats
0: have to help you with their powers. That's why I don't like cats. Or or I don't own a cat. I I don't dislike cats. There's nothing wrong with them. Now, to keep this going, the economics prize, Pavlo Blavatsky, I love that name, Pavlo Blavatsky.
1: It's like, I don't know if he is... Puerto Rican, Mexican, or Russian.
0: Russian? Yeah, right. The way it's spelled, right. I would think, Russian. For discovering R- that the obesity of a country's politicians may be a good indicator of that country's corruption. Definitely. Honestly, I have no idea. Maybe Russian?
1: Maybe. Last name definitely sounds Russian or Slovakian or Ukraine.
0: Let's not go too deep because I don't want to insult anyone. Point. You know, we're not, I don't want to lie. It just I mean, sound I like how we have the. We're not that, trying to it insult be, It nobody. sounds like we're a Bolivian just... name, too, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it could be. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> you I said, know what I mean? We're not trying to insult nobody. We're just, you know, putting our ideas out there, so don't rip us apart.
0: Well, <laughs> I guess it wouldn't really matter. Just some type of Spanish name. Pablo.
1: Either likes tequila. Or he likes...
0: Okay. I like his study, though. That's pretty cool. I might cover that one, actually. The medicine prize, Olke okay, Sem Bulut for demonstrating that sexual orgasms can be as effective as decongestant medicines at improving nasal breathing? What? Really? That's awesome. I like,
1: I like that one. I'm gonna use that. I really want to understand it. That's true. I'm going to test it out tonight.
0: Yeah, one of my Tinder hookups in the future is going to be just like... I'm testing hey, it out looking tonight. for a hookup, just trying to demonstrate uh, whether sexual orgasms can be as effective as uh, decongestant medicines at improving nasal breathing. Are you game?
1: i <laughs> on my fan and let the dust hit me and see if it helps out.
0: I'm going to the dust. Oh, God. So here we go. We got a peace prize. Finally got a peace prize. Ethan Beceris and colleagues. All right, so all of them are R four and colleagues. I just keep not naming them, but they all have colleagues, so let's just let's just assume they all, they all would help for testing and hypothesis that humans evolved beards to protect themselves from punches to the face. Holy shit! No, that...
1: I've heard that is a true thing. Yeah. Why, why do you? No, think no. A in UFC, guys, a lot of UFC guys you know, like her, and the what's their know.
0: names? Uh, what? uh... Where Habib is from. I forget. A lot of them have beers. Muslim? I feel like... Is he Muslim? He's a Muslim, but they're from, uh...
1: Iran or Iraq or... No. Saudi? Which one is it? There's a lot of them different ones. Afghanistan? Muslims are a lot of places, man. He's Russian. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. I am sorry. I didn't know there was Muslims in Russia.
0: There's Muslims all over the place. It's a religion.
1: No, but I didn't. I never heard of a Russian Muslim.
0: Well, now you have.
1: Learn things, new everything.
0: There you go. He's Muslim, right? Guess what, he is.
1: I don't know. I thought you said he was.
0: Man, we're derailing everything here. All right, so physics prize, Alessandro Corbetta, for conducting experiments to learn why pedestrians do not constantly collide with other pedestrians. Why would we do? Why would we collide with them? I mean, we're actively trying I mean, to avoid them, right? Exactly. I don't know. That I, I don't like, want
1: nobody bumping into me.
0: To be honest, that's a physics prize. The fact that they won that makes me wonder what that experiment was because can you imagine what other f- what other physics experiments would be there and this one yeah there? that's what I'm trying to figure out why that won, yeah, so we got a kinetics prize for uh by hisashi Murakami, well, oh, I like that for conducting experiments to learn why pedestrians do sometimes collide with other pedestrians. What? <laughs> A uh, physics prize and then a kinetics prize. I guarantee, they I
1: guarantee they were friends and they literally was just working together on this.
0: Or hostile. And they were trying to like outshine each other.
1: To be. It's, that's crazy that both of those won. I don't see why they did. I want to know what the other ones were in the, con- the competition.
0: Well, it's worth looking up, I guess. Uh, these are the 2021 winners. So this happened just recently. And we have the last one, not bu- last but not least, besides the transportation prize, which we already went over with Robin Ra- Radcliffe, to determine whether experiment whether it's safer to transport uh airborne rhinoceroses upside down. But the entomology prize by John Mole Renan and J- Mole Renan Jr. <laughs> For the research study a new method of cockroach control on submarines? Actually, I already mentioned this earlier, but last but not least, that's, that's crazy. These experiments.
1: Okay. All right. Let's, um, I'm back in then I'll cover this last story about the Reese's.
0: Edith will have a solid 40 to 50, well, like a 50 minute long episode. Alright, so... Woman freaked
1: out after eating Reese's chocolate as Reese's TV ad appears, which eerily talks about coincidence. This is posted by Indy 100 one day ago. It's off the newsbreak break
0: app. Oh, I thought how there's be- a, a tag. prepared to be creeped out. Right? I'm ready. I'm going in this dark. Did you not watch
1: the video? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say nothing yet. Yeah. I'm going to let the people, when they see the video themselves on our Facebook, we'll post it on the Facebook. When you see the video, you'll understand why she ate it. Before she could find out, her mouth drops as she flips the camera to show people what she's saying. Reese's commercials to playing the popular peanut butter cuz. Morgan said,
0: Oh my God, look, a Reese's commercials came up. What a coincidence, right?
1: thing of all, an ominous voice can be heard narrating the commercial who says The fact that this Reese's ad showed up in the exact moment proves that devices are listening to your stomach. And then Morgan
0: shouts What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Why does that say that?
1: Not believing what she just seen, the titotter continues.
0: Wait, wait, I just got that on camera.
1: She asks her dog semester
0: Did y'all see that, too?
1: Despite remaining stunned by the advert, Morgan laughs and shows off her expired Reese's pumpkin, which no longer looks
0: like a pumpkin at all. They're listening, dude. They're listening. I bet you she had, like, an Alexa nearby or something. It heard the specific crinkle of a Reese's pumpkin peanut butter cup. Let's see. She was eating the Halloween one, wasn't she? Yeah, she was eating the Halloween one, (laughs) the, the little pumpkin one. Yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised, especially now that we're having like those AR have you seen the Facebook glasses coming out? No. Like Facebook's producing these uh Ray Ban AR glasses. And just fine. wait, like a ton of stuff is gonna start showing up ad wise. <laughs> they hmm. say it's ad free, but we'll be getting ads left and right.
1: Yeah, no, because I've already noticed. I've had multiple experiences where I'm talking about something and then like an ad pops up either on YouTube for my Xbox or like when my mics on or like my phone. Or it's just it's just crazy. You already know they're listening.
0: I love how she's like, "Can I taste? Can I taste it? Not at all, <laughs> but it's good." <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's crazy we'll, yeah we're gonna definitely post this on the facebook so y'all can see the video for yourself um it's basically i want to say thank you for our special in.
0: guest with the coming in for the voice yes thank you so much that's amazing i don't know why she ate and expired reese's that's kind of gross but did you
1: not look at the video did you not see her <laughs>
0: <She> ate... <laughs> yeah i was gonna say she's i didn't want to be disrespectful but she's uh have you ever seen Honey Boo Boo? She looks like the... the this is Honey Boo Boo, like, grown-up. This is, this is, yeah, this like, is grown 26,
1: 30-year-old Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> she just got out of college. She's been, you know, just chilling at home.
0: Slap a little mayo on that.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's wrong. See, that one is wrong. No, I got invited... Mean, it's accurate, but it's messed up.
0: I got invited to uh, one of my friend's like, family dinners at, like, Thanksgiving time in Gainesville. It's, like, a really southern family, because, you know, there's a lot of southern people out there. Like, yeah. super southern. <laughs> like, no, corn, like, right like uh, fucking pig's feet, so, like, and, you know what I'm talking about.
1: What? <laughs> Dude. Have you not seen some of my friends?
0: Yeah. Dude's grandma came with a platter of, like, fruit and what I thought was yogurt, right? They were peaches and what I thought was yogurt, and then cheese on top of what I thought was yogurt. And I'm like, okay, this might be good. I mean, the cheese is kind of weird, but I don't know. Let's give it a shot. Bitch, that was a giant dollop of mayo. That was pear, <laughs> That was a pear with a big-ass dollop of mayo. Hold on. A with pear fucking shredded with a cheese. dollop of mayo and shredded yes. cheese? And they were, dude, can okay. I tell you? No. Uh, like Literally, I almost threw up when I put it in my mouth. They were going down on it. Do- was, they were offended that I spit it out. And I'm like motherfucker, that was fruit and mayo.
1: Don't judge me for this, but this is how I know you got black in you. Because that sounds like some white people shit. I what? I would never eat that. I was gonna throw the fuck up. <laughs> You'll never see some black people doing some shit like that. I'm, that's why I'm going here. your bar Mayo and mayonnaise on I mean shredded cheese on it.
0: Yeah. A pear with, with a big ass dollop of mayo. And shredded cheese.
1: A pear. With a dollop of mayo, a big dollop, and shredded cheese on it.
0: It's some straight white shit. I almost threw the fuck up.
1: (laughs) That's how I know you got black in you. Because you're one of the only white people that I know that knows. Bing! Ah! Bing! Ah! Bing! Ah!
0: (laughs) That shit was so terrible. So, uh, that's the last story, right? Are we done? Remember that
1: time I told you about that UFO experience I had? Yeah. Oh, may possibly have a surprise for the guests and the listeners I think I have someone that's possibly be sending in a story of theirs it might be an interview it might be just a voice memo or an email they send us but they told me they had a UFO experience and so they're willing to share it with us so I'm going to try to get that on for us next time but that's the perfect segue because next episode
0: dum 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 getting deep into a rabbit hole. Ladies and gentlemen, he's talking about Area 51. And more specifically, the story pertaining the story behind Bob Wazar. Yes.
1: Not only that, but the Dolce Base, because we brought it up in the Reptilian Overlords, and we're gonna bring it in. We are gonna break it down for y'all, give you the nice deets, the deep, dirty ones. There's some whistleblowers
0: and stuff. Gonna get good, and we'll also be going over what's been happening since our government has chosen to recognize un- unidentified aerial, aerial phenomena, because that's what they're. It's what's they're calling it that right now. I don't. They weren't calling it. Well, a,
1: they they were calling it UFOs at first, but now it's UFA's. There's also UAPs. more UIPs, yeah, unidentified, unidentified aerial, aerial phenomena and there's also unidentified underwater... No, unind- unidentified submerged objects. USA. USOs, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah there's some that's... underwater
1: stuff, and it comes with some crazy sounds and noises that were heard under the sea and stuff that they have stupid explanations for.
0: Now, I won't be going too deep into that, unless Larry or our special guest Twayde... I always call him Twayde, but it's Trevor. Our special guest, Trevor, is going to be... Uh... Yeah, you know, unless I have something to offer, I'm only gonna have a little bit in terms of USOs. Most of what we're gonna be talking about are gonna be. So it might, we might you might see this in a further episode, just because you know I'm, this main focus is gonna be Bob Lazar and how the UFO phenomenon started in 1989.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited too. This is going to be a good one. I like it already. I hope you're excited because you hear it? Oh, Just get ready. Keep Like I always say, keep your mind open. Ready to accept it or not accept it. Be a skeptic if you want to. I don't care.
0: I want you to have your own opinion and let us know what you think. It's never stop striving to always know like you know, don't be gullible. Always strive to have as much information as possible. You know, take every story with a grain of salt. But imagination is like amazing. So, like, get in there. You know, like, I I went in immediately thinking Bob Lazar is crazy. But then, how are you gonna enjoy yourself thinking that the un that all these that the world is just a safe environment for all of us? That's a good point, and I want you to also think about this, and this will really give you
1: a perspective of what we what we mean. If we supposedly landed on the moon and we mapped most of our solar system, but we only know about 5%, which is, you know, probably a give, what's in our own ocean, how do we really know what's in the solar system in, in space and everything? But You always have to take it with a grain of salt you never know what's really around you.
0: Just embrace it. Try and keep the good vibes, though. Because, you know, the negative energy brings... Negative vibes brings negative energy.
1: But on that note, negative energy, we have to in it the right way. The way you know it, the way you love it. You are Kevin Bacon. The world
0: is watching you. Because we know you killed, or you hired Latonski, to kill Kill the other Kevin Bacon and eat his testicles. We're coming for you. Alright, honestly, I'm not gonna put that in there because I feel like Kevin Bacon's gonna kill us. (laughs) And I'm legitimately worried about that. So
1: Alright, let's redo that. Let's (laughs) redo
0: And I mean I'm strapped and I'm still worried, you know what I mean? Like Kevin Bacon's gonna show up as an invisible man. Fucking, no, he's going to be butt-ass naked, too. Fucking penis flopping around my house. I'm going to be like, bro, what the hell are you doing? He's going to be like, he'll kill you, dog. What the hell you doing talking about me killing the other Kevin Bacon?
1: Uh, I mean, that sounds good. I, I mean, I think we should do it But let's redo it. Let's redo
0: it. Right. Just hold on to your testicles. Cherish them. Because you never know when a Lutenski is around the corner. Yes.
1: Very true. Watch your testicles.
0: I stole that from Larry, and, you know, I think he just let it happen.
1: Don't let it happen. <laughs> That's a good might, one. I really like it.
0: You never know. If you don't know what we're talking about, one of our earlier episodes, probably Is that the first your one.
1: First, first episode. First episode. So tune in.
0: Yeah. You know, because uh, I love that story.
1: Go back and start from the beginning and listen to all of our progress. You can hear us from the, the gritty beginning to where we are now.
0: Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Good night. Love you. Love you.